www.grapecat.com. That's www.grapecat.com. Grapecat is an online vegan retail store carrying all of your fashion needs from t-shirts to coats and wallets to duffel bags and everything in between. Grape Cat prides itself on carrying eco-friendly and U.S.-made merchandise. Thank you for dressing compassionately. www.grapecat.com Check them out today. Welcome to Vegan Styled Life. I am so glad that you're here joining us today. This is James Lucas from Grape Cat. We sell vegan, high quality clothing accessories made without cruelty at grapecat.com. And you all, and it's also um, trade, uh, fair trade, fair trade, and yeah, all this good USA stuff. made. No cruelty to anybody. <laughs> and this is one of his shirts. This is our new rooster shirt for 2017. This year's the year of the rooster. And since we lose a lot of roosters to the egg industry, I mm. thought this would be a good shirt for this year. Yeah. And did you design that one? Uh, our printer designed it. Okay. Because he designs a lot of his own yeah. stuff, too. <laughs> okay. And I'm Ellen Champion of Champion Relationship Coaching, and I help people with their relationships as well as finding uh, the right partner instead of always ending up with the wrong one. Um, and he has three restaurant reviews today. So we went camping at Cape May a couple weeks ago, and one of the restaurants we went to was the Good Earth uh, Organic Eatery, and they say they're 100% organic, vegan, and fresh fish. So it's kind of a weird combination that everything there is vegan, but they do have some... They're pescatarians. Yeah, they're pescatarians. Yeah. So they do have some fish things, oh, wow. but everything else, if it didn't have fish in it, it was vegan. So there's no dairy. There's no dairy. No eggs. No eggs. No it's honey. weird. It was a weird thing, but I guess because it's at the beach, yeah. they... Uh, had that so I got the vegetarian mixed plate which changes so they have a vegetarian mixed plate that changes I don't know if it's daily or weekly but it's uh, I guess it's daily it changes so I had the creamy split pea soup with risotto, mm. with stinging nettles and scallions, mm. red kidney bean salad, and mixed green salad. That sounds great. It was delicious. and But you can order it separate. You can order some of the stuff separate. They have specials. Here's the menu here. Of the menu. Plus, I have their specials for the week that they are open. Yeah. So there's sandwiches, salads, sides, breads and desserts, homemade beverages. Juice bar, dinner, appetizer, entree, pasta, seafood. <laughs> and then seafood. And it's real seafood. It's not mock seafood. It's not food you see and you eat. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, I can't help but think that the owner is not vegan. I'm not sure. I guess I should ask more questions. One of there is why they serve. I mean, it's at the shore, so maybe they have a large clientele that they felt... Yeah. That if 
people are coming there that maybe it's fresh fish or I don't know. You never know. The chef could want it. They could have easily done everything vegan, but still kept some of the fish ideas. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have done a tuna and raw veggie sandwich, you know, instead of use chickpeas or something else. Right. Um, oh, definitely. So I, I, I just can't imagine a vegan saying, all right, it, our clientele wants fish, so we'll do this. But we're starting to find that, that people either, they start as a, as a meat mm-hmm. restaurant and they're taking the meat out slowly and becoming a vegan restaurant. Oh, is that the history of this? You know what? I didn't ask enough questions. Why I should have? Next time, I'll try to ask more questions when I go to a small place like this, especially something weird like this that it's in a vegan restaurant that has seafood. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, they could have easily done a tofu or tempeh that was that looked like cod or bluefish or scallops. I mean, they easily could have done it so and they could make it out of gluten too i mean yeah i mean there's so many ways they could have done this stuff and still kept it a vegan restaurant but still kind of match Mm -hmm. the people that are coming in there that aren't vegan that want to eat this kind of way or having lunch or dinner with a vegan and then yeah so yeah it was kind of weird i was but it was delicious and i definitely go back there it was delicious, and they do understand veganism, so you can trust what you're getting. Yeah, yeah, she good. was, and the, all the desserts were vegan, which is, was 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 great. Yeah, so okay, perfect. Um, then we went to Bella Vita Cafe. They have, Where they have, that? it, that's also in Cape. These are both in Cape May, New Jersey, um, and they have vegan options for their brunches because the wife owner is vegan and then the man is not so they do have vegan options there mm-hmm. um i got the man cakes with fake and bacon vegan sausage and scrambled tempeh um it was kind of weird the fake and bacon the vegan sausage were actually put into the pancakes hmm. so they were part of the pancakes which was kind of weird yeah did it taste good though yeah it was really good it's just i think i would have rather had just, I think I would have just, I would have had rather had them separate, (laughs) but it was good. Um, the scrambled tempeh that I got was just tempeh. It was weird. It was just tempeh on a plate. It it had no flavor. It was gross. But if you order the actual scrambled tempeh, it comes with vegetables and black beans and like, that's what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. And I got a plate of ground-up tempeh. It was gross. I, I just, I was like, forget that. So... And what was the name of this place now? Bella Vita Cafe. And Cape May. New and Jersey. Cape May, New Jersey, yeah. So I would recommend breakfast there. The pancakes were really good. The scrambled tempeh breakfast was good. Everybody mm-hmm. loved that, so... Uh, I think I would have gone that way. Either ordered pancakes or ordered the scramble and or mix them together. Like order two pancakes. Because you can order just two pancakes. So maybe order two pancakes, order the scramble, and then a side of potatoes or something to get a better breakfast or the vegan sausage. But that was good too. Especially breakfast is hard to get. So veganized. Mm-hmm. So to have a place that that in Cape May that's has a vegan 
Breakfast place is awesome. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I love Chava Juice Bar in, in um, what is it, New Wales? Um, where is it? It's in Montgomeryville somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, is that um, the place you did last time? Yeah. Oh, well, one of the times. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they co- they, they're open from six, at 6 a.m. and they have really, it's a good breakfast. I've had it. It's really great. Anyway. So then last Saturday we went to we went to Vegan Treats and had ice cream because it was uh, brownie butter brownie batter and peanut butter ice cream. Oh my god! I know I couldn't turn that oh down. Oh my god, that sounds. And then I had to get my donut fix, of course. So I got donuts and the ice cream, and then. Do you have donuts every day? You really I, do. I, have I would if I could. I honestly would because. <laughs> So if you're looking for soft serve ice cream, it's the best I've had. Mm. Um, and of course, their chocolate cake. I mean, I've never had a bad dessert out of there. Yeah. Vegan Treats is absolutely decadent. When you eat their stuff, your eyes will be rolling back behind <laughs> because they are so good. It's, it's literally the best dessert I've ever had before I was vegan Till now, it's yeah. pretty much the best. Yeah. No, they're amazing. I don't know what they do, but... Yeah, their peanut butter bomb's awesome. Death by chocolate cake. Uh, we got a confetti cake that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what I had there once. I, It was at a... Um, I never actually went there, um, but I've had it at veggie fairs and so forth. Oh, my God. It's just inc- it's yeah. incredible. But I felt like just looking at it, I gained 10 pounds. Yeah. Just looking at it. Yeah. Just staring. It, it was easy fifth well, well, it's worse because you go into their, they have a small cabinet that's filled with like 20 different kinds of cakes. And it's like, how, one, how do you pick? And then two, it's just like, you can't believe that this exists. It's such an amazing thing. Yeah. Being a vegan, just going to a place where you know everything is vegan is such a gift. And it's like, how do I pick? Like you said, I would love restaurants and the bakery to have like, you know, many years ago when I was a little girl, I used to have a poo-poo platter Uh in a Chinese food restaurant. So it'd be this tiered thing and just little bits. It's like, it was a smorgasbord. It was like little bits of different things. And I would love that. So you could taste everything. And then when you go back, you know what you would like. But I would love restaurants to have a poo-poo <laughs> of just every, and the desserts, just like you know. So if a if a donut is like this, they can make it, you know, like just like little bite piece. You know, oh yeah, I, I would love to get like a, a just cake sampler, like yeah. just just a tiny cake on each one. Yeah, would awesome. that would be great. You go there a lot. Yeah, I mean it's forty five minutes for it. Well, it's forty five minutes from here. So it's it's far enough that we don't yeah we don't spend all of our paycheck there, but uh, it's close enough yeah. that when they a have quarter s- of your paycheck goes a quarter, yeah I mean we spent we got my daughter's graduation cake that was seventy dollars oh, and then we got our seventy dollars yeah how big was it it's a quarter people? sheet wow. for ten to fifteen people wow so I all mean, kind. She loves um, red velvet. Okay. So it's red velvet with the vegan cream cheese in the middle. It's it's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday we went to Sprig and Vine in New Hope, which uh, we, we've spoke about before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of our favorite restaurants. One so of our favorites. New too. Hope, Pennsylvania. 
I had fried oyster mushrooms with black pepper, biscuits, and cashew radish salsa. Mm. That doesn't make sense. Why? Because it wasn't... <laughs> it wasn't a salsa. It was a gravy. Oh. So maybe I grabbed that from somewhere else, which is possible. Okay. It was biscuits and gravy with the fried yeah. mushrooms on top. Yeah, Sprug and Vine is amazing. It's a full, all-out vegan restaurant. No fish. No fish. <laughs> <laughs> or anything else that's fleshy. Um, except for maybe fruit flesh. <laughs> um, and it's the ambiance is nice. It's just... It's a small place. It's not like a huge place. But it is just... You will have an amazing experience there. And then, There's only one thing I don't like about Spring and Vine. I'm going to just say it right out there. They don't give you free refills of coffee. Or, you they know, don't? Tea. No, they don't. They charge you another $3 yeah. for coffee? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so that's the only thing. But that's the only thing. I mean, I go there. It's just... it's. Yeah, that's kind of... No, it's, I mean, $3 for a cup of that's coffee. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. But everything else is great there. <laughs> and their service is great, everything. So this was... The fried oyster mushrooms was the small plate. They have small plates. They have full meals. This mm -hmm. was their small plate. It's $10. And then I got a side of the tofu scramble. So that was only five. So you can mix it up depending on how hungry you are. Like they're, Otherwise, their meals are like 12. Now, to, when you were there, were you there for their brunch? Or? I was there on Sunday for brunch. Yeah, yeah. Their, Sunday, their, their brunch is the best. Yeah. Unbelievable. The Pancakes, best. waffles. They uh, used to have a tofu, tofu Benedict. They had it. They it's had back. it there? It's back. All right, so I have to go back. Yeah, so All it's right. back they, there. they took it away for some reason, and they I don't know what it is, but I guess they just want to keep you wanting it. So, <laughs> so they brought uh, it back. That is my yeah. favorite thing there. Yeah, they brought it back. Oh, my God. Okay. And it had grilled asparagus Maybe with it. Maybe Sunday I'll go there. And potatoes. Yeah, it was delicious. And their burritos are really good, too. And I had to get my donut fixed because they have the... The donuts, cinnamon and sugar donuts, so. I don't know if I have a favorite dessert there. I don't feel... I don't remember Tiramisu is really good. Yes, yeah, I didn't and the, care for the tiramisu. And the chocolate uh, pie is good. Mm. See, I, I, don't even, I haven't been there in a while, so I don't remember everything yeah. when it comes to their dessert. But I really do love their brunch. It's amazing. And their soups are so good. Yeah, they had a black bean soup that looked really good. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's our review. And now for vegan news. So we found out this week that Ringling Brothers is not retiring their tigers. They are sending them to a German circus. So good news, bad news. <laughs> um, so that's what happens. So Ringling Brothers really shuts down. News, no, no. I mean, it's just well, it's good news that Ringling Brothers shut down, but it's right. bad news now. They have all these animals that are still a commodity that they're shipping to. Yeah. They're selling to other circuses. So even though we we did end up stopping Ringling Brothers, it's not we're not saving those animals because they're just selling them to mm -hmm. other torturing. <laughs> Devices. Yeah, I mean, who knows yeah. how bad this German circus is? I, mean, I know some of our smaller, our smaller circuses here are way worse than Ringling Brothers. Yeah. I mean, Ringling Brothers is, was at least well known. It um, 
had the money to t- take care of this, the animals better than the other circus. And it's still terrible, but it still treated them better than some of these other circuses that are these smaller circuses that have an elephant or a tiger, you know, just one or two animals. So hopefully people start to catch on and realize that animals are not entertainment. Good luck. Yeah. I would love that to happen. I'm sorry for being a little (laughs) negative, but it's going that way though. It is going that way, but to, I, I, I don't know. I, maybe this is a topic for a different day, but I just, I, there are vegans out there that like, oh no, that's what we're striving for. And I, I might not see it in my day, but it's going to happen. And, and maybe that's true. I, I hope it's true, but humans are not, there are so many humans out there with mental illness and with just the way they were raised or, you know, it, in culture and traditions and that people don't want to give up on. I just, I cannot imagine it being 100%. I just can't. I think it's always going to be a fight. It's getting better, which is great. Um, I think we're becoming more enlightened about this stuff and that I, it's, it's happening slowly. I mean, to see a company that's been around for over was 146 years or something finally mm-hmm. shut down because of their animal uh, because of using animals is a good sign um, also I don't understand why they had to shut down why can't they be I, a circus without animals I completely I completely I mean like Cirque du Soleil they don't use animals I would I would love to go to Ringling Brothers if they didn't have animals yeah it would be fun. I remember going to the circus, and yeah, it was fun to see the acrobats and the clown. Well, the clowns scare people, but... Well, some people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But to see the acrobats yeah. and the big top and... I mean, Cirque du Soleil is huge, and they don't use animals, so yeah. I don't really... I don't know why they couldn't... Why they why management felt the need to yeah. use animals either because that would have stopped all the protests right and they would have gained more people that were you're definitely not going to get the vegans to go but there are those middle people that stopped going and why their profits went down because they were still using animals mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you know yeah i don't understand why they couldn't have taken out the animal part of it either but well i think i think it's just mentality i think so too Maybe. You know that's that's what that's what they're known for. That's right. it. So that's, just change what you're known for. Yeah, I mean, just change it. It's, it's not, not like that big of a deal. Science. It's not. Instead, of, I, mean, I don't know. It's got to be cheaper to put people around the globe than have these right. And feeding and all feeding the animals and, and, and veterinarian care and all that other stuff. It's got to be a cheaper, yeah. more profitable to have people than animals anyway. And the traveling expenses of them and the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So. I yeah. Know. I don't know. It's frustrating, but it is what it is. So. Anything else about that? No, I think that's just pretty sad that, yeah. you know, we thought these animals were going to be retired and now they're being sold off so who knows what other animals are being sold off well it's like one of the news that we said at the very beginning of our show was about the uh, dairy farm and what did they do with that that decided to become a vegan um vegan dairy (laughs) Mm -hmm. um 
Um, but what they did was they sold their their stock to another dairy, yeah, dairy farm. Company. So yeah, I mean that's, dairy company. That's the problem with these animals because they don't because they're not doing it. They're being forced to do it. They don't care. They just want to make their money back. Yeah. So. So, um, Bill Gates backed Beyond Meat, and now finally we're going to be seeing Beyond Burgers at Safeway, which is a West Coast uh, grocery store. So it's going to be in 280 Safeway markets in California, Hawaii, and Nevada, which is a good start. Oh. Beyond, it says here, Beyond Meat, whose investors include Bill Gates uh, and food giants General Mills and Tyson Foods. Yeah, which Tyson's Foods in the U.S. is chicken mostly, and they mm-hmm. bought 5% of Beyond Meat. So that's that's showing that maybe some of these companies will start... Yeah. Getting, it will increase. It's definitely going to increase, and this yeah. definitely helped. This helps spread it by making it easier for companies like Safeway yeah. to get them. So yeah. as long as they see demand, which in Europe vegan products has grown like three hundred and thirty percent, in the U.S. it's only grown like ninety-two percent or something. But it does say that Whole Foods also. Yeah, Whole Foods has been carrying them for a while. Um, so if you have Whole Foods near you, you can still get Beyond Burgers. But still, it's great that that um, Bill Gates is doing this. Wonderful. Yeah. And and from what you told me, Bill Gates is doing this not because he's vegan um, and he cares about the animals, but but he does care about climate change. Yeah, it's an uh, environmental and the, and the environment, which is still it's it's a good. I'll yeah. take it. It's <laughs> great. Hey, if you're a billionaire and you want to invest in vegan companies, I'm all for it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Good job, Bill Gates. I tip my hat to you. Okay, good. And then Leonardo DiCaprio invests a vegan snack company, Hippies. Is he vegan? He is vegan, actually. Vegan, vegan. I'm pretty sure he's vegan. Not plant-based. I'm pretty sure he's vegan because he is really into the environment part. Uh, He might be an environmental you're right. He might be plant-based because he's more of the environmental part. Okay, but still. So, yeah, I mean, he he invested in Cowspiracy, which allowed that to go on Netflix for free. So, if you have Netflix. And then Hippies are um, chickpea puffs. So, they have four flavors, vegan white cheddar, sriracha sunshine, far out fajita, pepper power, five and bohemian barbecue and i've had them they're delicious so you're talking about like it's a snack food yeah 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 it's a it's a it's a it's a like a a cheese pop i guess but yeah. it's made out of chickpeas wow so they're I really good that. yeah they're are really they available good. here uh what yeah they're available here that? i see okay. them all the time at all the okay i'm gonna have to try that out yeah i used to love those things <laughs> so those are those yeah. are really good okay and then James Cameron is releasing a vegan documentary called The Game Changers oh. with vegan athletes. So that's coming out in the fall, I think. The Game Changers. Yeah. Well, we're going to be posting this stuff. Yeah. So that's good news that um, 
people can see that you can thrive as an athlete because you know that's mm-hmm. a lot of athletes are convinced that they have to eat meat and eggs and mm-hmm. dairy to be a better athlete but hopefully these these athletes can show that you can actually be a better athlete by not eating that stuff and they've shown that because uh, dairy causes inflammation of the joints so when these when these athletes get hurt it takes them longer to recover from the, some of that stuff because there's so much acid in their bodies that yeah yeah you know it's so funny that you should say that um, I know I spoke about my journey last time um, but I, ever since I'm vegan I, I cannot tell you how many doctors I had four knee surgeries that had nothing to do with me being vegan. <laughs> I had to do with a car accident. <laughs> um, but I had four knee surgeries and a lot of, you know, I'm always, since, since I, I had teeth, always going for, you know, root canals and implants and whatever. Um, and uh, just, just different things that happened to me. Um, but doctors, surgeons, and dentists have told me that it is incredible how fast I heal. It's just, they, they're always amazed. I don't know, do you ever get that? No, I, I mean, I don't, I don't get injured or... <laughs> <laughs> like, like the last, I never noticed. The last show you saw that I had, I had a bandage <laughs> on my it was over, which one? This one. This one, because I was chopping diet a dill and I... I Ouch. took off some nail and <laughs> but it's like it's like two days later or something it doesn't even look like it it's it's really incredible I heal so fast so that's really interesting that you said that yeah I mean I don't think we realize that by eating dead flesh that how cancer it is and how much it suppresses the immune system mm-hmm. instead of giving it the the nutrients we need that to reheal ourselves. So I think it it really yeah. there's this misconception that doctors and everyone else has been brought up with that you know that's what you need to eat and it's completely wrong for what we need. Yeah. And and just going along with that little bit that we we're talking about is that one time, you know, I go every year for a checkup. Hopefully you do too. <laughs> and I remember you know, they check your weight, the height, and when they checked my height, they said I was five four, and I'm like, no, I'm five three and a half. <laughs> you know, I'm getting older; I should be shrinking, not getting, <laughs> not getting taller. Uh, well, and they said, well, you are vegan, right? And I said, well, yeah, my doctor knows that, you know, and the people there, and um, and they said, well, they've noticed that on a vegan diet, you don't shrink. That. Uh, it's not that you continue growing and growing and growing and and I'm sure at one point I will start shrinking because that's but they just notice that something happens to people and their spine just I don't know what it is about the spine but it goes in a, a good place or something I don't know what it is but they just get elongated or something I don't know what what it is and she doesn't either but she you know she said that she definitely has noticed that I mean, it could be the dairy attacking the joints because it's mm-hmm. and the meat too. So maybe yeah. that's shrinking them when it's attacking it. I grew a half an inch. <laughs> my si- I was on the phone with my sister. She just told me that she. I shouldn't say this. <laughs> she doesn't watch this. But she said that you know she she 
she shrunk a little bit. I forgot how much, not much, but whatever it is. And I didn't want to say anything, but I grew half an inch. <laughs> so go figure. Life is good when you're vegan. <laughs> okay. Are you done with what you were saying? I'm done with my news. Okay. So I only have one thing here. Um, um, I got a texted to me through um, um, the Humane Society of the United States, HSUS. Uh, and they were saying that the uh, NYBC, which is the New York Blood Center, has committed $6 million to uh, HSUS to help with the decades-long task of providing long-term care for the, for the 60 Liberian ch chimpanzees that they formerly used at the NYBC in medical, um, uh, what's the word? Um, I don't want to say testing. torturing. Testing, animal testing. Um, torture. <laughs> the it's torture chamber. Torture. Right. Um, and uh, it's been a critical turnaround between the relationship with HSUS and the NYBC, which is always good. Um, and it also provides financial resources to help the chimpanzees. And let's face it, they definitely do deserve above and beyond human mercy because of what we put them through as a whole, not as, not the vegans, but, <laughs> um, so, you know, that's good news. And I, I'm, I'm glad, I don't know what promoted, I would love to find out what promoted, uh, New York Blood Center to, to do this act of kindness. I really wish I knew, but I'm just, I'm glad they are. Thank you very much. So that's that. So today's topic is. Being vegan, owning cats and dogs and other carnivore yeah. plant, uh, carnivore <laughs> plants. <laughs> if you own a fly trap, you're, <laughs> you're right. Uh, Venus fly trap. Carnivore, carnivore. Carnivore pets. Carnivore pets. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, been a rough couple it, of days. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, I was really thinking about this topic. And, you know, the options are, you know, to not have carnivore pets. And I do know people, like there's a person in, in San Diego I know. He just absolutely refuses to have a carnivore pet. So he only has bunny rabbits, which is wonderful. And that's an acceptable alternative. That's great. Um, but for people who just love their cats and dogs and snakes and whatever, you know, um, we deal with it. That's our thing. But there is an alternative um, that we are checking out, and that is just having vegan pet food. That is an alternative. I mean, you have to do your own research. You know, you have to do your own thing. And I know I want to try it. It's expensive. That's my only thing. Um, but I want to try it. I do know someone who I was uh, pretty close to. And he used to be a member of my... Um, he is a member as far as I still... I, he's still a member as far as I know with the um, Vegetarian Society where he lives in New York, Hudson Valley. Um, and he was a member of my group. I was the president of uh, Hudson Valley Compassion in New York, Hudson Valley area. And, um, and he raised his five cats from, you know, young age, from being babyhood, <laughs> from being kittens. Um, 
their whole lives were on vegan food. And they were thriving. They were healthy. They never got sick. They, you know, died of old, you know, like super old age if they, you know, the ones that did die so far. I mean, it was it was really incredible. So I, you know, I I always hear different stories, but I know his story, and they were in great shape. And he used evolution cat oh, food. Oh, cat food. Okay. Evolution vegan cat food. Um, so I did check out an article, um, and basically, in a nutshell. They were saying, well, dogs are omnivores, so it's easier for them to be a vegan. Um, cats, not as easy. Um, but they said that uh, if you go to, where is it? Um, I wrote it down. Veg. Where is it? Veg pet. Where is it? Where is it? It's veg pet. Veg pet. I, th- I think it was like veg cat and veg pet. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you go to veg pet, uh, there's a things for dogs and for cats and what it is is it's recipes that you could home make for cats and for dogs and that is the healthiest way to do it um so i don't know i know that you were concerned with um um crystals yeah so in the article it says 10 percent of cats get the crystals so you you definitely need to test it out and then then uh, check to make sure that you know the cat's not in pain because they are excellent at hiding pain so sometimes they'll be in a lot of pain and you won't notice and then they'll just either die or just get really sick and so you really do have to I wonder why they're so excellent at that it's you know it doesn't benefit them Well, well, maybe in the, the wild, wild it definitely it, benefits the wild them. Does, yeah, because then you become a victim if you you show that's any true. sign of sickness or weakness. Yeah, that's true. So it is it is uh, good for them, but yeah. yeah. So you have to you have to worry about cats, but dogs, and it depends on the breed of dog too. I've heard that some dogs do really well in the vegan mm. diet and some don't. So well, that's interesting. Yeah. Do so, you know which dogs? I'm no. not sure. Right. But yeah, so you, you definitely need to test it. You need to go to your vet. Yeah. And I was talking to you about this also. I mean, I've had cats and they were not on a vegan diet and they got crystals. So I don't know. Do you, do your own research. Um, check out Veg Pet. Um, but also just to throw this out at you. I mean, I, again, I was thinking about this and when you have a pet and I have cats, so I'm going to talk about cats. But what they're eating, and what they're eating anyway, is not what they normally eat. Right, right away, they're not they're not eating what they normally eat. They're eating canned foods of animals that they would not eat in the wild. That's number one. They're eating cooked foods. They're not eat. They're not going out there and having a campfire cooking. I mean, they're they're eating raw food. So they're not even eating what they're supposed to be eating anyway. So you know that if that helps you at all. Um, but also what's in the, what's in the cat food for the most part. I mean, not every, if you go into like a special place and they're really getting healthy ones and they're, um, and they're, uh, for human consumption, there are ones that are out there like that. Uh, but if you just are getting, you know, friskies or Purina or, you know, just like the typical cat foods, um, they are most probably using 
animals that are diseased, that have that had diseases and infections. So you know you're you're give, you're giving that to your pets. I think I I want to I want to go vegan with my cats. I really do. David said good. <laughs> He'll do whatever you say. He just wants to make me happy. That's true. Um, <laughs> I have a great husband. <laughs> I want to make him happy. He wants to make me happy. All is wonderful. But it is expensive, and I would go very slow. I would mix it in. I would, you know, and just see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I have a hard time dealing with it. That we have, we have two cats, and every time I open the cat food, it's so gross. But um, I have the feeling that they are carnivores. I've kind of made this compromise that these are animal, that what they're being fed is the animals aren't being killed to feed our cats. No. These are, this is leftover parts that weren't um, going to be fed to humans. It was just going to go into the garbage fill. So they're kind of taking waste. that. It, 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 you, waste material. Yeah, so it's kind of that compromise I've... <laughs> Actually, they're hazardous waste uh, waste material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're diseased. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean... Wow. And it's... Well, it's also the meat that they can't use, right? So it's the little bits that are attached to the bone, and yeah. it's whatever they can scrape off to make a couple more pennies. So I guess that's kind of the compromise I've made, that these animals aren't being killed to feed the animals because if it was a vegan society and then we're killing animals to feed animals. Yeah, I, I hear you. But at the same time, you know, as a vegan, we don't want to be paying for animals to be tortured, raped and murdered. And that's what we're doing with that. Yeah. We're well, getting... sort of. Again, it's a byproduct of what. Yeah, it's it's a, it's yeah. it's a tough. Um... Yeah, because if you're not. If you're living a vegan style life, oh, I like that. I just used our, I just used our show name. If you're, le- if you're leading a vegan styled life and you're not paying for someone to torture, rape, and murder an animal, um, then at one point, if we can increase that, they're not going to have that food for the pets. So, yeah, I mean, it is a byproduct. Our cats are indoors, so we don't have to worry about them going out to nature and killing things. So that's one way to reduce their effects on on the wild. Yeah. The least amount of animals that they get hurt. But until we really stop breeding animals that are pets, something's got to happen to these but at the same time, again, you know, everybody thinks differently, but at the same time, the way my thought is, I don't, I don't let my cats out there indoors. And, I, and, and it has nothing to do with that. It just has to do with um, that it's dangerous out there. I just, <laughs> that's my way of protecting them from diseases and getting hit by a car and all that stuff or, you know, eaten up by another animal. Um, so... That's my way of protecting them. But I'd rather them eat that way than for me to promote the farm, the animal farm industry because at least those animals... First of all, that's just nature. That's their business. That's nature. That's what they do. Um, but also, they're not torturing these... You know, they're not putting them... They're not spending their whole lives 
being hooked up and tortured and raped and, you know, they had a life. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? What I'm yeah, trying no, to say? Yeah, no, I understand. So it's like, it's, and I'm not, you know, I, it sickens me. I, there's a, behind our house, there's a, a cat from an, a neighbor that, back there that's always going out and I've seen so many times where, you know, it, it's an indoor outdoor cat. And I've, I've seen so many times where, you know, they'll, they'll cut across our property and all of a sudden he's dragging back a bunny rabbit or something, you know, in its mouth. And David and I are just, we just get sick to our stomach. I usually start crying. <laughs> um, I'm proud of the, the cat. They're, they're doing what they were supposed to do. But at the same time, that poor, I can't imagine what that animal went through. My God, the fear, the terror, the pain, the, I, it just makes me crazy. Um, so every time he goes on our property, or he or she, I don't know what kind of cat it is, David runs out and scares the cat, get away, get away. Because our property, uh, our neighbors probably hate this about our property, but we don't use any um, uh, weed killer stuff and, you know, because it's all chemicals and we want our land to be where squirrels and whatever can eat whatever they want to eat on our property and, um, and not get cancer, you know, and die. So we, we are trying to, it's like a little wildlife preserve. Yeah, well, land. we've been here 12 years and we've never used chemicals on our lawn, yeah. so. So we have weeds. That's why we have a bunny that comes and eats our lawn. Cause yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we have ta we have bird food out there and squirrel food out there, and we just you know, yeah. And when I used to live on um, property where there was deer and bear and all that, I would plant things that I knew those animals would like. You know, like people get mad, get away from my property. But you know, I again, it's everybody's thinking differently. Yes. Legally, we own the property. You know, that's a, a human mentality. Yeah. But I believe that that property is not really ours. You know, it really belongs to the animals that live there. I just, you know, I used to I used to plant tulips because I know that deer love tulips. And then I would see the heads. You know, <laughs> I, I just that gave me pleasure. I'm being oh good. I fed, <laughs> I fed them. I guess it depends on if you see your garden as a refrigerator or you see it as something a museum i guess yeah so you were seeing it as a refrigerator yeah. for the animals it's a restaurant for all it's the a restaurant yeah yeah so if you're seen as a restaurant or a museum it depends how you look at your backyard yeah i just i look at my backyard as yes i own it legally but it really belongs just to the animals it. i'm just i'm just taking care of it for the animals <laughs> so they have a place to go yeah yeah so yeah it's a it's definitely hard being vegan and having carnivore pets and trying to make that decision yeah. um if you own a lizard or I like I can't imagine owning a snake and having to feed it baby mice or I couldn't do it yeah so I that's mean, not something I could do so <laughs> you have to decide what is important to you or animals where you feed them crickets and what eats crickets is it snakes? Lizards. Lizards. It's um, lizards. Yeah, right, lizards. Right, right. I frogs. I couldn't do it. I, cu I could not. Yeah, so God. I mean. I mean, think about it. Can you imagine if there was a bigger animal, more deadly animal, a predator to human beings that 
fed people that just, like, that just, just came in and came in and ripped out a head off. Went to the nursery, just picked up a baby and fed yeah. it to their pet. <laughs> oh my god, I, I just could not imagine being eaten alive. Yeah. So um, Well, I guess they kill them first, but still. Yeah, so you have to make that decision for yourself if you're able to live with it or I guess make excuses for it why you own these pets. Yeah. Uh, I, in the article, I just want to say this if you want to take, check it out. There is a book called Vegetarian Cats and Dogs. The author is James Peden, capital P-E-D-E-N. Yep. So, but you said something about him. What did you say? Um, the article I was reading said that he has changed his mind on the oh. vegan cat thing and yeah. that he does recommend uh, putting, giving the cats meat. So mm. he doesn't, he now doesn't believe that they can just be yeah. a vegan animal. So he's, oh. Oh. he's changed his mind. <laughs> I want my cats to go vegan. I just can't stand it. Uh, well, I'll just continue doing my research. Yeah, um, I mean, I can't... Some of my friends actually go to the meat store and buy meat and grind it up for their animals. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I, I, just I, opening I, the I cans wouldn't. terrible. I just couldn't do it. Yes. Opening the cans terrible for me, so I can't imagine, like, going and getting an animal and then grinding it up. Yeah. I know that my veterinarian... Um, he has like hunters giving them him deer meat and stuff but again again okay it's raw but it's not what they would eat it just doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense to me so it's still not healthy for them I don't know what he's thinking <laughs> you know what I mean yeah I mean it's not just let your cat go out once or twice a day and get what they're they are scavengers right no they're not scavengers so they don't prey on dead stuff. They want they kill them and they eat it fresh. So they can only take down stuff that's around their size, right? Or well, or less, you know, or like less. bat bunnies, squirrels. I don't know, whatever, chipmunks, mice. Yep. So make your own decision. Yeah, do the research. Um, and we feel for you. I mean, if you're a vegan and you're like, oh my God, I hate doing this, I get it. I hate it too. I also love my cats <laughs> and I want them to be healthy. I mean, you know, we're not designed for it. I am 100%, you know, oh, yeah. a believer of that, but they are. So, you know, it's respecting nature. You know, I want to respect nature. I just don't want to contribute to what we as human beings do to animals. So, you know, you have to, you know, um, look inside yourself and see what you want to do, do the research and, and figure it out. And I, I don't know if there really is a right or wrong way. I don't think it's black and white. It's pretty gray. Yeah. Well, I There's don't know. There's tons like, of colors. <laughs> there. I think it's pretty black and white. Either you have them or you don't, but well. we have, we, we created this pet industry that now we have to take care of them or just euthanize right. them all so you know and that would be a great maybe we should have um what's her name linda hall um, um lee hall lee hall i'm sorry i knew it was okay so lee hall she is an incredible she's a um a, a, an animal rights attorney uh she's, she's an, an attorney, attorney but i don't know 
Okay. But she wrote books on um, animal rights issues, um, and uh, she knows she was talking to me about creating. You know, we don't think about it. Oh, we created this pet industry. We don't think about it. Yeah. Um, but that would be really a very interesting topic. Maybe we could do an interview. I would love that. Okay. Okay, we're discussing our, our show in front of you, um, but I think that I think that you would like that too. So anyway, um, that's all I have. Okay. You know, and uh, you know, if you do research on this again, I would love it if you left comments and and just let you know get that topic going and see where it takes us. You yeah. Know? So you can join us at Vegan Style Life on Facebook or follow us on Instagram or you please. Too. Yeah, on YouTube, you can watch the videos. Please leave a comment there. And like us. Subscribe to us. Subscribe on YouTube. Um, What else? Oh, and leave a review on iTunes if you're listening to this as a podcast. Especially if it's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that's all we have. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Bye. Bye.